Hi, and welcome to The Joyful Life, a Share Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Katie Clatterball, and today we're speaking with Lisa Mohage about the drab to fab life. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to The Joyful Life, a Share Your Story podcast. I am so excited to be talking to one of my dearest friends, Lisa Mohage, today. Lisa and I have been fortunate enough to travel around the world together, and she is such an inspiration to me and so many others. Uh, Lisa was a single mother, she was overweight, she was filing for bankruptcy, and today she is thriving in her life. So she is truly a rock star in everything she does and uh, overcomes every obstacle that she's ever been given. So I'm so excited for you to hear her story. Hello, Lisa, how are you? Hey, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and we are all just dying for you to share your story. So whenever you're ready, just go for it. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here and share my story. And Katie, I just love you. We have like this bond that will never be broken now. Like, like you said, just traveling the world together and the things we've experienced. And you're such an amazing, genuine, thoughtful person. I just love you. So I'm glad to be here. Um, like Katie said, I'm the founder of the Drab to Fab Life. And I, I started my business uh, drab to fab because that is really where my life started. So I am from a very small town in central Illinois and I just felt like no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get ahead. Like I had my daughter at a very early age. I was, I was 20 when I had her. Uh, we ended up living in public housing on public aid and it was like I just kept trying to dig my way out and even though at the time it felt like things weren't happening. It's really amazing when you can look back and see the stepping stones that you took that got you one step closer to where you are. So for me, that meant delivering newspapers, like getting up in the morning with a toddler, delivering newspapers before going to work to my full-time job. It meant um, going to school when there was dial-up and getting my um, paralegal certificate online. That was interesting. Um, I went back to school and got my bachelor's degree while working full time. And still, I just felt like I couldn't get ahead. So about um, a little over 10 years ago, I found myself um, recently divorced, a single mom, um, just struggling on all ends. I was working as a secretary at a corn refinery plant. And it was like the foreclosure notices were coming, the repo notices were coming. Um, we would come home from work and picking up Tierra from school and the power was turned off or the water was turned off. And I was constantly driving to my mom's work on my lunch hour in tears to borrow money so that I could pay the bills. Um, my house at the time um, was bought when I was married. Um, my dad's name was on the mortgage. So it was like, I can damage my credit that's one thing but i cannot damage my dad's credit and unfortunately the house was bought with two incomes and now here i was down to one so it was just a big struggle of trying to find financial means and and to just no longer struggle to no longer like drive through mcdonald's and scrounge through your ashtray has anyone oh, yes. had that oh yes <laughs> You're like, okay, a McDonald's hamburger is 70 cents. Let me find 70 cents so I can get a hamburger. And um, not to mention, in Illinois, we had tollways, y'all, and you had to have exact change. 
So that change was very precious. <laughs> Except if you're from central Illinois, there, it's just cornfields. <laughs> it's cornfields and soybeans. So, um, so that was kind of where I was at um, before making the decision to start my own business. And it was like, I knew I had to do something different. I just didn't know what. Um, I had also been 60 pounds overweight. Um, so fitness and nutrition had became a huge part of my life. Um, it's the non-negotiable. It's not just the outer appearance. It's how your mind, it's mind, body, spirit, all of that. That's not cliche. It's so true. Because on days so when true. you eat like crap, you don't work out. You feel, like you feel like crap for sure. <laughs> so it just became a huge part of my lifestyle. And so I started an online marketing company in the fitness industry. Um, I started in July of 2009 and I got divorced in June of 2009. So a month after my divorce, I started this business, um, really did not have huge expectations. I thought, you know what, if it just helps me put food on the table, I will have succeeded. And also I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to make friends. I felt alone. I just felt like I had no, I had no girlfriends. I had no sisterhood. And so that's kind of what I was looking for when I started my business. And after starting my business, it was literally like one thing after another that could go wrong, went wrong. Like, um, I signed up at the end of July to start my business and uh, shortly after that, my, my dearest grandmother passed away. So it was like, thank you. I know it's like, you know, you have those special people in your life that like you think it's been 11 years, but I still think about her probably every day. Okay. So I'm going to keep going. Don't stop there. Lisa. Like, keep going. Um, so, so that was kind of like the first devastating thing after starting my business was like my grandma passed away and I, and I watched her, you know, through the last few weeks of her life and um, see her go peacefully. Uh, then it was like, I was trying to sell my house. I couldn't sell my house. Um, and then I moved into an apartment, a dingy apartment. I had a mattress on the floor in this dark, dingy apartment. Um, I had to pull Tiara out of her private school. She was going to a Lutheran school and had to put her into probably like her that might have been her third or fourth school by the time she was in eighth grade. Actually, it was younger than that, probably more like sixth grade. Okay. Um, so had to pull her out of private school, moved. Um, my ex ended up filing for bankruptcy. So all of those bills that were ours now became mine. Oh, um, yeah. So I ended up filing for bankruptcy because I was like, I, there's no way I'm a single mom. I'm working at this corn refinery plant as a secretary. I'm never going to pay these bills. In the meantime, I still had my business going, but you know, it took time to build. Uh, and then my other grandma passed away. That was like the first six months of building my business. The first six months after making that decision to leave an unhealthy marriage, um, to leave an unhealthy relationship. And this is what I was faced with, but Looking on the positive, starting my business really surrounded me with positive people. I was plugging into like personal development, personal growth for the first time. Katie, I know you're huge into reading. Yes. For me, the only books I had read were like Danielle Steele romance novels. Nothing wrong with that. I still read those too. <laughs> so once I started plugging into like Tony Robbins, I think was like one of my very first books that I read. It was like things started to click. 
and I started to get this bigger sense of purpose. Um, my confidence grew. Um, with the business, I was surrounded by, by positive go-getters. Go um, so it was like, that was like the turning point. So it was like, despite all of this negative, sad adversity that I was going through, I still had something positive that I was able to focus on and work towards. And I want just, you to pause for one second there because yeah. I think this is really important to reiterate to everyone that's listening. Y'all, if she was in any other situation, viewing those six months, if you weren't surrounded by those positive people, if you weren't reading the things you were reading and putting yourself in such a better headspace than you were, you could have very easily crumbled. You could have not pulled yourself out of those six months because life was already hard and now it's even harder and you're trying to make the best of it. But the positive mindset, I think, and I think you'll agree with me, was the complete game changer for you, right? Right, definitely. I so, remember, oh, go ahead. No, please go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say, I remember going to work um, one day and someone that I, someone said to me, how are you so positive with all of this stuff going on? You know, like in addition to the other stuff, it was like, you know, Tiro's dad would say he was coming to pick her up and he wouldn't show up or, you know, he like, I remember one time he picked her up and he like took her to McDonald's and dropped her off. Like that was their time. I was like, really? Um, but I just remember someone saying like, how are you so positive with everything that you have going on? And it was definitely fitness, nutrition, and mindset. So. So happy to hear it. So we get through a really, really bad six months and then what happens? And then the fun starts to happen. So my business really starts growing, uh, starts taking off. I start getting this amazing confidence. I've lost 60 pounds. I feel good. I'm earning extra income. Um, and I actually ended up quitting my full-time job after about uh, less than two years after starting my business. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, I, it was shocking. It's still shocking. My life is still shocking to me. Um, but I quit my full-time job and I remember just, I've always felt like I wasn't living where I was supposed to be living. Like I remember going to Chicago with my family when I was younger and I was just like, wow, this is so cool. I want to live in like a bigger city. Um, and so I just always felt like I wasn't living where I was supposed to be living. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And so my daughter, Tiara and I packed up, uh, we went to Atlanta in July of that year, um, for a business event. And three weeks later, we moved, we moved to Atlanta. And that was interesting being a single mom moving 10 hours away from my family, my complete support system, um, the friends that I had there. And now here we were, it was the two of us. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was quite the adjustment. Yeah. Um, but I was in Atlanta for about a year and a half and I decided I was going to do fitness competition. So I decided to hire a personal trainer. And I also wanted to get out of the house because I was working from home, a single mom, you know, big city. One of the downfalls is it is hard to connect with people because everybody's so spread out. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start personal training. And so there was this guy that I had met on Facebook. We'd never DM'd. I don't think we even liked each other's stuff. <laughs> and he was a personal trainer at the gym near the house here and I had just moved into. So um, I started training with Paj in November and we didn't like 
date. We were kind of flirty, but not really. I mean, I was this single mom and I was like, eh, he's not gonna be interested in me. Um, and then in January, we had our first date. We went to Stone Mountain uh, in Georgia and then we went to for Korean barbecue and he was impressed with my eating skills. <laughs> So um, we had our first date, and then um, shortly after, I think it was like that week, um, I went to the gym, and I had seen him like every day at the gym. Like that was my like my fun, like me time was exciting, and um, I felt like things were kind of falling together. Like I finally found the one. I went into the gym, and he's like, I'm going to California to do this TV show, and I'm going to be gone for like a few months. I don't know. Okay, we know how dirty gyms are, gym floors, especially with this whole thing going on right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I threw myself on the gym floor, <laughs> literally. I was like, no, because I felt like God had finally put this amazing person in my life, and now he's leaving. So uh, he went to do the TV show, and we like FaceTimed nonstop every single day until they took his phone away, um, and then they ended up asking me to come to California to be on the show as well. <laughs> Can you so tell your, that, our viewers what show this was? Sure. I, I don't, I don't necessarily recommend watching it <laughs> <laughs> because it's reality TV. Um, it's reality TV. And so I will say that reality TV is scripted. So while it's filmed like in real time, it's scripted. So no judgment. <laughs> just watch it. the part. Just watch the the part at the end because the end is the finale. And Paj actually proposed to me, so I got proposed on VH1. Aww. Yeah, and then uh, we came back and got married very quickly. We were married by May, so I met him um, at the end of November. By May, we were married by the court. So, ladies, if you're feeling like you're never gonna find the one, sometimes your one doesn't come until you're. You know, I, I think I was 30, I don't even know. I'll, I'll be 44 this year. So we've been married for seven years. So sometimes you're the one that you're looking for doesn't happen in your 20s. It might happen right. later in life. So you might be feeling like, oh, there's no one out there for me. There is someone out there for you. You just can't give up. Yes. Yeah. So we were married by the court and then we ended up getting married, having our wedding ceremony um, in December of that year. And it was on um, TLC Say Yes to the Dress. So amazing. Y'all just like think about this for one second. She went from what was this maybe five years later total? Yeah, it was nine, nine, five years. Yeah. Five years earlier, she had just filed for bankruptcy. She was 60 pounds overweight. She was living in, uh, you know, a house she didn't want to be in. And five years later, she's been on two reality shows. Say yes to the dress, which hello, we all love found the man of her dreams, lost all that weight, and is feeling fabulous, and she's got a successful business. I mean, that's huge. So how did you do that? How did that happen? Um, like you said, mindset was a huge part of it. Um, your life and your business is only going to grow as much as you do. So if you are sitting still and not learning and not uh, really focusing on taking a kind of an inventory of your life and where do you need to grow? Do you need to grow with your relationships? Do you need to grow with your finances? Do you need to, if you already have a business, do you need to get better at social media or time management? So really just figuring out what areas do you need improve on and then really just digging into it and learning and making it a priority to do it every single day. And then I think the other thing is showing up 
like showing up no matter what. Um, I have days still where I throw pity parties. I'm like, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah, we all do. That's only human, but it's okay to be there and to be in that moment. Um, but to get back up and show up no matter what. Absolutely. Um, now I know that I've worked with Lisa prior. I'm currently on one of the programs called 10 round and I am on I think week three and a half ish somewhere around there. Y'all I'm obsessed. Um, but my favorite thing about Lisa and if you guys follow me on social media, I've had my moments with salespeople. Um, Lisa never is trying to sell you something. If you've noticed in this entire interview, she's not once mentioned her company and, um, I want to make sure we do mention that because it really is a game changer and it it's easy to work into your life. So will you tell us a little bit about your business and how people can either get more information from you or get involved or any of those stuff? Absolutely. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Yeah, so I am a Beachbody coach. Um, I started with Beachbody on VHS days. Um, so I started with a program called Power 90 and that's how I lost the 60 pounds. So I don't, even though I am in network marketing, I don't ever want anyone to feel like I'm trying to sell them or they're just a number or I just want their money because I don't, <laughs> I really, she really don't. doesn't. I promise. <laughs> in fact, it's opposite. I have people message me. They're like, are you, so are you, are, do you still do that beach body thing? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess maybe I should be a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here comes my kitty. Hi, kitty. <laughs> Puppies are at the grimmer. Um, so yeah, so Beachbody is basically, I have a virtual online streaming system where you can access it from your cell phone, computer, laptop, tablet, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Roku. And it's over 60 different workouts. It's 60 different programs, I should say. There's over 1,400 workouts that you can do. So there's everything from boxing to bar. There's a yoga studio. There's um, dance lifting, um, whatever. It's kind of like figuring out what programs you like, because if the workout isn't fun, you're probably not going to do it. Like Katie has found her jam right now and literally so it's finding the program that you like, finding the trainer that you like, like what is your soulmate workout and really, okay. Tira's home. Hi T. <laughs> um, so it's finding, finding what your body reacts to and where you're at in your personal journey. Like if you might just need cardio right now, you might need cardio with weights, um, you might just need yoga. So, um, as your coach, I will help you find the program that's right for you. Um, give you some suggestions. You have access to all of them. So we've got time to try them. Um, and then I will plug you into my community where I give daily support, motivation tips. And then, you know, anytime you have private questions or you just need some extra support, I am here for you. So definitely connect with me either on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, my website is my name and it's lisamohage.com. We'll make sure we tag all of your information and handles below. Um, a couple last questions. For someone that was in your position where you were back in 2009, what advice would you have to them? And in conjunction with that, what do you wish you would have known if you could look back? What would you tell yourself then, today? You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, yes, <laughs> I think, I think, um, I think this, the same thing that I'm going to answer this 
the question with the same answer because I think it's the same. Um, and that is to give yourself some grace and to understand that it's okay to not be okay and that it's okay to take time and deal with things that maybe are past hurts, things that maybe someone has said, um, maybe you didn't accomplish something that you wanted to accomplish. It's okay to reflect on those things and allow yourself some grace to figure that out and to fig forgive yourself and to maybe forgive the person that hurt you. You know, a lot of times people say things that hurt us and I'm actually guilty of this. The other day I was telling a friend, I was like, yeah, somebody said this to me, but they didn't really mean it that way. And she's like, hold up. If someone, if you're, if it hurt your feelings, then you have every right to feel that way. And you need to heal from that and just kind of go back to that moment and think about why, where were you? What did you have on? What, what did that feel like? And then allow yourself to release it and move on. Because if you're still holding on to a lot of past uh, hurts, past regrets, past mistakes, you're not going to be able to move forward in your life the way you would like to. I love that. Um, and my last question for you. So maybe it's not Beachbody. Maybe it's, it, it doesn't even have to be a network marketing. It could be anything in life. Um, what advice would you have for those who have set a goal? And it might be a lofty goal to some, but um, what would you say to keep them motivated and to keep them working every day? Like you said, it might not happen right away. And you're certainly going to have some over to overcome some obstacles. Um, but how can they stay motivated? Because I think that's one of your your brightest points about you is you're just so positive and you're always so motivated and you find that within. That's not something that um, necessarily someone else is telling you. Mm -hmm. So I think the the main thing I would say is to sit down and write it out. Write out why do you want to do this? What do you, what are you wanting to accomplish? How is that going to make you feel? How does that look like? What does that look like? And then you literally have to put your blinders on. Like picture yourself like a horse at the, at the race. You're about to run the dirt. <laughs> You've got your blinders on and you're not paying attention to what anyone else is doing. You've got it written down on your paper and that is your focus. Like no one, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter if someone says you can't do it. It doesn't matter if someone laughs at you. All that matters is what's best for you and your family and what you're trying to accomplish. And you just have to wake up and remember every single day why it is that you're doing that. And sometimes you're going to have to remind yourself because you will oh, yeah. wake up and you're like, why am I doing this? This isn't going to happen. And then you have to take it a step back remind yourself why you're doing it. So write it down and put it somewhere that you can see it. And um, when you start to feel down, pull that paper back out and read it and remember and, and just get back into that dream again. Amen, sister. Well, Lisa, I am so thankful that you were on our show today. And I know that your story is going to inspire so many like it has myself. Um, we will attach all of the handles to follow Lisa below. But we hope you guys have a great day. And until next time, thanks, guys.